Well, Gordon, yeah. it looks like we're recording and yeah. um, this is going to be a lot of fun today. Yes, I'm be- I've been looking forward to this, Ernesto. I've, uh, I really love your podcast. You're doing some great stuff with just being vulnerable and just being real about all of the ups and downs of being a practice over- owner, being a human human being. And I've really felt a connection with you over this last year or so, just because our paths are somewhat parallel and mm. and just, yeah, just what Absolutely. All we're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to get into that conversation about caregiving and business practice owning and all of that kind of stuff. And we'll, we'll, we'll get a bit more uh, vulnerable and uh, tell you all the, the realities that's been happening in our lives and maybe can help you. Welcome to the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. I'm your host, Ernesto. I've got my friend here, Gordon, who I've been following for a while, and he has his own podcast, and I'm going to have him introduce himself to you. But, you know, I'm hoping that these podcasts that I've been um, putting out there uh, is being is helping and resonating with you. And, and based on the emails and the text message and the private message I'm having, it is. And the goal is for me is to really connect with all of you who are the not your typical psychotherapist who's doing things that's creative and innovative, but at the same time, having a conversation about the reality of owning a business when life happens, right, Gordon? When life happens. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of facade out there that when you're doing a business, everything is hunky-dory and you're going to a beautiful stream in Colorado and and that's the type of visuals that we're getting but it's really I mean I'm 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 sure that that's the way it is for some or for many but eventually we get into these things well thanks Ernesto for for having me on this um you know um uh, for folks that don't know me I'm Gordon Brewer I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and have a a smaller private practice group practice in a place called Kingsport, Tennessee, which is in the upper northeast corner of Tennessee, where uh, North Carolina, Virginia, and Kentucky kind of all touch in that area. Uh, I feel it's so remote. Very, you have to explain it, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> it's also at a very beautiful part of the country, right here right. in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. And I've had a podcast for several years now, the Practice of Therapy podcast, and that you know through those circles of other. Um, consultants that are helping people in their practices. Um, that's how I met Ernesto, and we've uh, we really um, I, I really connected with you, Ernesto. Just as as I said earlier, just our parallel paths and just all that we're um, doing in the same kind of entrepreneurial space. Right. And so, um, just having that support and being able to uh, talk with folks about you know the ups and downs, the wins, yeah. the losses the the hard stuff around running a private practice is why we do what we do but um yeah, yeah. and so i've also got another podcast that um i'm really getting it's it's been slow to take traction just because i haven't worked it as much as called the kindness and compassion podcast mm. and it really looks at the intersection of uh psychology religion spirituality and how we wow. can all live into greater kindness and compassion in our lives and then also, this past year in 2022, I started a, a podcasting network, and so a lot of the folks that you've had on here and mutual friends, 
have formed this. Um, it's a, a network of independent podcasters, and we mm. help cross promote each other and provide community just around this whole media uh, podcasting. I love that. And, and, you know, I'm new at this whole podcast thing and it's in years in the making, but you know, just this past year, I pulled the trigger to do it, but let's Mm -hmm. get on with the conversation here Mm -hmm. because I think this is really important. You know, life happens. And um, Gordon, I know for, for you, uh, life happened for a long time. You, Mm -hmm. you were going through some really interesting and sad situation. And I'm Mm -hmm. in that place. Um, so recently, um, you know, my own father, uh, started deteriorating in health and he's actually still in that position, you know, dementia is kicking in. He's very Mm -hmm. fragile and he, he's in Hawaii. I'm in Las Vegas and I'm having to not only just go back and forth, but also support my sisters who's taking care of them. Um, so emotionally, psychologically, that is one thing that I'm dealing with, but the medical cost. Uh, is 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 what is in the forefront of my mind at the moment, mm-hmm. and it's affecting it's it's doing a chain reaction with everything professionally that's going on with me. And life happens, mm-hmm. and it made it to a point where uh, Gordon, uh, I, you know as well. Uh, for me, I'm a faith based person. I trust God. I talk about God, and it has really helped me to be grounded as much as possible. But Oh my goodness, how difficult it is in this spot. What's it like for you, Gordon? As I mentioned, very parallel journeys. Um, My wife um, was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2010, and we've Mm. had several recurrences, a brain tumor, other hot spots that have shown up in her her body that she's gone through tons of radiation treatment, um, chemotherapy, the whole gambit. And she's really quite the survivor. I mean, she, the, the type of cancer that she had, the survival rate was really only about five years. And oh so my we're, goodness. We're, we're 13 years out now, but um, you know, as we're, as we're recording this, we've, we've reached a point where really um, she's had another recurrence in her brain, another brain tumor that's growing. And we've really made that hard decision of just, okay, we're not going to pursue any more treatments at this mm. point, but because just, putting her through that physically and emotionally. And like your dad, she's developed dementia. It's a, you know, different, different situation with her because of all the, the, the brain radiation she's had, her brain is literally shrinking. And so that's just causing all the dementia issues and that sort of thing. And, and so, you know, fortunately we, we did some forethought back before we were, you know, when we were younger Mm-hmm. We we purchased a long term care policy for ourselves, and I would say, it, folks, if you're in the, particularly if you're in your 30s and 40s, look into that because I don't know what I would be doing now if we hadn't had that. So, but I've got uh, um, we have two caregivers that are there with her during the day. They work alternating schedules, and so they're the ones getting her up and getting her ready for the day, and. Um, you know, into her wheelchair and all that sort of thing. She's completely um, non-mobile at this point. And, mm. you know, the incontinence and all of those issues that come with that. And it and it's tough. And, and the only way I have survived it is like you mentioned, um, 
Ernesto, my community of faith, also my community of friends, and and all of those folks. Um, you know, one of the other hats I wear is I'm also a clergy person in the uh, Episcopal right. Church. So, you know, my faith journey has been very much a big part of my life. And, um, you know, I, I would say that that's part of what has sustained me. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean that I don't have my moments. And, you know, um, <laughs> I think all of us, I think if you've got a healthy spirituality, you question it a lot. And so yep. I've, I've got, um, you know, those times when I doubt, those times when I, I, I'm done with this, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And then you add on top of that, you know, running a business, running a, a practice where you've got employees that you're taking care of. Um, in addition to this, my mom, who is 88, thank God for my sister like you, she's the primary caregiver for my mom. But my mom, we're at a point where we're going to have to get her into some sort of assisted living. Mm -hmm. She fell and um, had an injury to her elbow that's not healing. And so, you know, just all of those things that go along with that. And, you know, one of the things that I would say about it is you you can't do it without support. I can that's only right. imagine, you know, anybody trying to do this on their own. It's impossible. Yep. And so you have to have supports and you have to be able to have people in your life that are willing to hear the raw stuff, hear the all the down and dirty of it all and be there for you. And um, there's nothing they can do to fix it, but just knowing that they're there is what, what sustains me through all of that. Yeah, you're right. And there is, you know, that energy that people give you, you know, and it's all about the, the, the resilience. And uh, a lot of the practice owners that I have been coaching and helping really have their own, burdens to carry and so i think the theme of this conversation is that what burdens are we carrying and how much we're carrying it and how across the board we have these certain types of experiences right mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned earlier gordon that you um you are a man of faith and you have a community of faith uh individuals however there are times when you really question mm -hmm. you know and ask questions like, why is this happening? I've got mm -hmm. these businesses and it's affecting everything. It starts a domino effect. And you mm -hmm. can't help but be at a place where everything that you see around, the, uh, around you is doom and gloom. And it's mm -hmm. just not becoming what you thought it was. And all my, for I don't know about you, Gordon, but for me, all my expectations at the moment has just been let's get through the day right you know? right um back in back way before all of this it's how can i flourish mm -hmm. how can i make myself a little bit bigger um my my confidence everything that i do a bit bigger but now for me gordon i don't know about you it's about i'm gonna wake up in the morning I'm going to make sure I'm not going to have a panic attack or breakdown at this time because I've got all these things to do that I got to do, but it's just getting to that place right. of getting through the day. What's it like for right. you? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's very true. I think, um, you know, um, there is in my in my tradition, there's a there's a prayer uh, in our the, the Episcopal prayer book called um, 
it's called the Book of Common Prayer. And you people can look it up if they're interested in it. But there's a prayer in there about this is another day, O oh Lord. And um, that's really kind of I'm, but you know, for today, if I'm to stand, let me stand. If I'm to lie low, let me lay low. If I am to do nothing, let me do it. If I'm to do something, let me do that. I'm paraphrasing the prayer, but mm-hmm. it's essentially it's allowing yourself to really try to focus in the present moment. I know that sounds cliche. We say we hear it all the time, but that is true is being able to ground ourselves in the present moment. And, and the other thing, too, is I would say have daily rituals or daily things, daily habits that you do that help mm-hmm. you kind of ground yourself. So pretty much every morning I am out walking on our green belt or running on our green belt. And that is my sacred space. That is what I hold hold to. And if I don't do that, then my day kind of goes awry a little bit and I can get focused on too many other things. And so something consistency, the, yes. uh, consistency throughout the day. And I think you're mm-hmm. absolutely right because you know, when 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 it feels like and the perception is everything around you is falling apart, you have to at least have that one or two or three things that is going your way that is within your control. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a, uh, helping um, my father who is fragile and the financial instability that's going on in my life that I've never felt so intensely before it feels like everything is uh, is against you. You know, um, I've taken myself off of social media, especially Facebook for now. And occasionally I check into it, but um, you, I go into a space, I don't know about you, Gordon, I go into a space of, oh my gosh, everyone is against me. Uh, no one loves me anymore. No, mm. no one cares about me. Um, uh, just because of a of series of things that I'm not fulfilling with that I used to be, you know, being present mm-hmm. on social media, um, having being fast on responsiveness that that is right now non-existent, right? Um, you know, and then canceling and rescheduling appointments, it, it, everything is just so elevated because I'm waiting for my body to tell me what it needs and what it can do in those moments, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think for most of us that are um, in this role as therapists, caregivers, that sort of thing, um, there was something uh, on one of your past episodes, I remember um, you saying, or maybe it was your one of your guests saying, sorry, I can't remember exactly, but we can get into this mode of being numb to things. And, and it's because we're so focused on helping and caregiving and all of that sort of thing. And we can get down in that, down in that kind of that pit too long if we're not willing to, you know, let go of some things as far as, you know, um, you and I are very much alike, Ernesto, in that I pile on more and more and uh, have this association. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And also a bit of ADHD and that, oh, here's this, oh, there's that. And right. it, it pulls you in. And and next thing you know, you've got too many things on your plate. And that's when it can all kind of fall apart. So like you're saying, is being able to, to let go of some things, being well, willing to say no to some things, being willing to, you know, say, okay, I'm not going to, Today, I'm not going to do this, even though it might 
feel like it's important and that sort of thing. Like staying connected with people on social media, I think for us and as entrepreneurs, um, feels like that's important. <laughs> but it's really not that important. It's no. uh, yeah, you, it's a way of connecting with people. But uh, your business is not going to really suffer if you stay off of social media for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. It's all about just getting through the day. It's okay to be in survival mode. Um, especially with your business. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned, and I want to shift a little bit about this energy. Uh, what I, One of the things that I've, well, I learned many things. One is to slow down, mm -hmm. to listen to my body and to trust the process because I know, I know for a fact, and I believe this, that, you know, within the Christian faith, we know that suffering builds character. Right. And I'm noticing that I've been understanding a little bit more about how I react and respond to certain situations, some challenges in my life. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's not perfect. It's one of those things where, all right, this is good enough. Um, it's, it's, it left me a bruise and I'm affecting another person. Mm -hmm. But this is where I'm at right now. This is all I can do for now. And just trying to let go of certain types of expectations in my business and just say, you know what, this is a season of our lives. And I'm hoping that y'all are listening that when you're struggling with, with life in general, the burden of life, it feels like this is just that moment. It's going to be like this forever. Mm -hmm. But I have to believe that it's not. I have yeah. to believe that it's not or else I will break down. And I know for yeah. a fact that it's not. We all go through the seasons, right, Gordon? Right, right. What I would add to that, um, Ernesto, is is that um, you, you said that suffering builds character. Well, sometimes it doesn't. It just mm -hmm. sucks. And there's nothing that you can really necessarily gain from it. But the thing that I think is important for people to remember is that if we we're never alone in it, mm -hmm. I think is the thing to remember, because right. Suffering can put us in a really lonely place. Oh my gosh. But I yeah. think that, um, you know, when we, that's what the importance of community, whether it's a faith based community or not, I think having those people that are in our lives that can be there with us along the way. Mm -hmm. There's a podcast that I listen to quite a bit. It's by a person by the name of Kate Bowler, and her podcast title is Everything Happens. And uh, she leaves off for a reason. Very, very specifically, she's a, a survivor of stage four colon cancer, and she was not stage saying, four. Yeah. And so she wow. was, yeah, she's beaten all the odds, mm. um, but she's really fun to listen to. But I mean, it's just being able to to sit with the discomfort of suffering, I think sometimes is, is part of it. And I think... Um, what it does build for us is recognizing our own resilience mm -hmm. and strength through things and that we are, we are capable of moving through those things. Yeah. And you know what I've also noticed too, as you're talking, my businesses have been run so smoothly. You know, I put something out there, people buy it, but now when there's silence for a long time, I mean, I don't mean to sound cocky about it, mm -hmm. but when there's silence a long time, when I'm in this space, I feel like I am not enough. I feel 
unsure about myself, insecure about myself, because I'm so connected to the results and the end of my businesses. And it's just mm -hmm. not appropriate to be thinking like that. But when you're in that space, yeah, when you're suffering, everything becomes truth. All mm -hmm. the bad things become truth. All the things that you perpetuate in your mind becomes truth. And especially when people come to you, and I've, I've had this, and I'm going to disclose this to all of y'all, mm -hmm. just because of my lack of response of things, I've had many, many folks to be very disappointed with me for the past few weeks here. And it's, it's it, as a person who's struggling with people pleasing and wanting to serve others, that is one of the most stressful and burdening things that I experience mm -hmm. because I feel like, you know, there's a, at a point where you let down your community. And I think mm -hmm. when you're in this space, Gordon, everything around you is there, right? Mm -hmm. Everything around you is there. Even though that we know that many relationships can be reforged and be rekindled and, and um, refined, we still are, I'm still at a point where it's like, oh my God, there you go. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to hate me and mm -hmm. all this blah, blah, blah kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a struggle with, for, for me as well of just this great fear of disappointing people of being, of, of somehow I feel this burden of I'm letting them down. And, you know, I think, you know, that's, it's sometimes it's a, a wake up call to realize that that's my own stuff. And that, mm -hmm. you know, I care for people, but I'm not responsible for their happiness. Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, I, I fully understand that that struggle because I'm a, I, I, I'm an Enneagram too, so I'm the helper. And mm -hmm. so a lot of what I realize motivates me is to be able to help people and to, to be able to jump in there. And if I feel like I've disappointed somebody in some way, you know, <laughs> I have this sense of guilt or this sense of shame or that uh, the, that whole imposter syndrome you're referring to mm -hmm. th that comes up. Yeah, absolutely. A, a, a shame is such a dominant theme at the moment in my life. I remember that that's probably one of the reasons why I'm not on social media, because there's a sense of heavy, heavy shame, um, you know, with not uh, fulfilling some of the expectations that I perceive I have on social media and some folks. And so you know, people get worried, but at the same time, people are at that place where like, what's going on here, you know, mm -hmm. and people are talking and, and all of those things. So I just, I just have to get through the day. And, you know, for those of you who are at this space, um, I know this is cliche. I know you hear this before and, you know, it's so hard to have compassion with yourself. So, so hard. Mm -hmm. And, but here's the thing. Um, what I normally do is when I wake up in the morning is no matter if I don't feel like it, I am thankful for, I, I have a gratitude of two or three things that I know that's happening, that's going to happen or have happened the previous day and just say that out loud, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. get yeah. it out loud and then put food in my body that can help me to sustain throughout the day. I may drag my feet throughout the day. Um, but that is something that I, I'm doing. And if there's an overwhelming sense of, you know what, I just don't want to do anything. I'm going to give myself permission to that. So there's a, there's a spectrum, mm -hmm. don't you think, Gordon, of uh, 
how to deal with this and cope? Oh yeah, one one of the one of my mantras here lately is uh, reminding myself this is a season. This mm-hmm. is just uh, you know, and I'm going to move through the season. Um, there is, you know, there's there's something else in the future. I can't dwell on that uh, because you know, I don't I don't have a a total crystal ball. I can kind of anticipate where things are going, but I don't have control of that until I get to that place. And so I think being able to remind myself, like I said, that this is a season, I'm going to make it right. through this season. Um, you know, it's a, the the metaphor, I think my favorite time of the year, especially here where I live is the fall when the leaves are changing, mm-hmm. but eventually those leaves will fall. And then I've got to rake the leaves. And then, mm-hmm. then, then we've got to, get all the stuff together. We've got to clean up the mess, all of those kinds of things. And being able to get to a place of just a, a acceptance of that is sometimes hard. Um, mm-hmm. I think our go-to is, is when we're faced with negative emotions, we want to eradicate the emotions. Right. Um, but I think learning to sit with those and just Absolutely. move through things, you know, it's um, as I know you have experienced Ernesto and I've experienced uh, at least in our, this season of our lives, there's a lot of underlying grief. It's mm-hmm. just right under the surface. Right. And so moving through that grief and allowing ourselves to grieve and move through that is the only way that you we can do it. You don't get over grief. That's a myth. You move through it. Absolutely. So I think when we're faced with hard things in life, whether it's in our business or their personal life, Remind yourself, okay, you're going to move through this. It might be painful. It might suck. It might be just the worst thing in the world in that moment, but you will move through it. And that's something that, you know, I hope that all of you who are listening really get yourself to a point, you know, reach out for support. I think that's the number one thing uh, because, you know, sitting with all of these emotions, all of these things is is excruciating to say the least for most of mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And life happens. And, you know, for me, I never thought I was, I would ever be in this position where just day to day, I'm just getting through. I kind of saw a little bit of it when I, um, when I abruptly moved from California to Vegas and experienced seasonal affective disorder. And mm-hmm. it was like, holy crap, just get me through the day right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're listening to this, please do not um, think that you are alone. It's okay to feel discouraged and it's okay to do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself because business owning entrepreneurship is not immune to the day-to-day life that we've experienced, we experience, right? Right, right. As I like to say, give yourself permission to to experience those things and move mm-hmm. through those things. Um, yeah, because it's it's not it's not a bed of roses. And I think there's a lot of times, yeah, you know, another thing that that I think a mistake that people make in their thinking is that if they're suffering in some way, they think it's their fault. That's right. You know, well, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not doing the right things. I'm not working hard enough. I'm not doing whatever enough. Right. And that's why I'm suffering. And so then there's that guilt and all of that sort of thing, but that's not true. No. It's a, you know, sometimes we get handed some things in life that we have no control over. That's right. But we've got to negotiate our way through that. 
I love that. I love the word negotiate because I feel mm-hmm. like I'm doing that. At first, mm-hmm. I was like, "Am I bargaining? Mm-hmm. Am I bargaining mm-hmm. something?" But no, I think it's you're right. You negotiate and you navigate through them. I mm-hmm. think that's that's mm-hmm. really powerful. So, yeah. Gordon, any parting words for the not typical psychotherapist community for uh, for us? Find those people that you can let yourself be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as therapists, we feel like we've got to hold it together for our clients and our patients and that we we think, oh, well, I sh- I, I'm the expert and I should know mm. all this stuff, but we're also human. And I think do not go through it alone. Reach out for folks, find people okay. that you can talk to. And if there's, you know, I know you're this way, Ernesto, and I'm the same. If there's anybody out there listening to this and they want to reach out to me or just need to have conversations like this, I'm open to that and you can contact me. Absolutely. Suffering is across the board. It does not discriminate at all. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) Life happens to all of us. So Mm -hmm. for those of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening in. And I really appreciate your support. Um, uh, Subscribe to the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. We're going to have more. And this is not the last time you're going to be hearing from Gordon. Uh, continue to be innovative, color outside of the lines, be yourself, have a lot of fun out there. But also at the same time, I want you to all know that um, business ownership, entrepreneurship in the mental health world is not an easy thing. Um, Just consider yourself very courageous to go through this path. And Gordon and I will be supportive of you. If there's any Mm -hmm. comments, any feedback, please let us know. Gordon, thank you so much for being you, for being such a good friend to me. Yeah, thanks, Ernesto. It's my pleasure. Awesome. All right, everybody. Aloha. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.